Thanks for tuning in to the Palm Beach Podcast, a weekly show highlighting people making a positive impact in Palm Beach County. With your hosts, sports chiropractor and athletic trainer, Dr. James Spencer, photographer and art director, Mike Jones. Our show is brought to you by Pump House Coffee Roasters, Opportunities, Indoboard, and Lotus Trips for travel and retreats to Palm Beach County. Hello, and welcome to the Palm Beach Podcast. My name is Mike Jones, hanging out at Media Zone on Singer Island in Palm Beach County, sitting next to my co-host, Dr. James Spencer. How are you doing today, Spence? Always a pleasure to see you, bud. Sunny blue skies out there, right? And 65 today. <laughs> yeah, it was cold here in Palm Beach. Hey, why don't you introduce our guest today? Oh, yeah? You're going to make me pronounce her last name? Uh, actually, I'm not going to pronounce your last name because I was in the other room when you asked her how to say it. So it's Crystal from Eat Palm Beach. Welcome. So you're just going to skip the last name. No, I'm going to let you show Mike <laughs> what, what to say. Crystal Egito. Egito. That's very easy. I will definitely remember that for next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, welcome to Media Zone. Thank you Honestly, for Honestly, yeah, a pleasure to be in here. We've been following your content for a while and you know, true honor to have you in the studio. So thank you. Thanks. And, you know, we like to do a little bit of research before the guests come onto the show. And I got a little hungry just scrolling through your feed. I don't know how you just happen to, you know, not gain any weight going to all these amazing places. I get that a lot. Yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. I'm a moderation eater, though. You know, I feel like if you see one really good meal a day, and I also say to look at my content, you know, there's a lot of food bloggers out there and it's burger, burger, fry, cheesecake, crazy milkshake. Mine's like a salad. Mm -hmm. I just had Christopher Kitchen on there the other day. Like that doesn't count, you know, all of you, bole, stuff like that. So I try to show an actual mix of reality and I got a Peloton for Christmas. So that doesn't hurt. On top of it. (laughs) That doesn't (laughs) hurt, right? The bole, I know I'm a sucker for that being out there in Wellington. So yes. Yeah. So tell the listeners a little bit more about your Instagram page and kind of what you're doing in Palm Beach County and and really how that all started for you. It's called At Eat Palm Beach, and I've been doing it for about six or seven years now, and I cover anything about food in the area. Uh, If it's a restaurant or a food event, culinary talent, Um, like in the last couple of years, we've had a few James Beard nominees. We just had those come out, I think, yesterday, the day before again. So exciting stuff. But if it's about food, I'm covering it. Even if it's not about food, I might show up. So <laughs> I love it's it. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah, coffee as well. Yes. From what we've learned, uh, you're also a fan of Pump House Coffee, who is a sponsor a of the one. show in the studio. Thank you, boys. Yes. So thanks to Christian and Alex. Uh, we love what they're up to. I love the boys. Very and cool. I love the coffee. <laughs> Got to, right? Yeah, it always helps. Uh, they don't let you drink bad coffee. That's like their friends don't let friends drink bad coffee, right? They're good people. That's a good <laughs> motto. And so how did the foodie part of you happen you know did it did you grow up in a family that used to go out all the time did you like to cook how did that how did that you start for you edit this out but it's because my mom was an awful cook Ooh. she's a sweetheart but an awful cook <laughs> she is the most amazing like teacher and caregiver but in the kitchen she was so bad and we ate out a lot because of that and so i never really learned how to cook a lot of people think i'm a good cook because i have a food blog and i'm like no but i will order a mean menu or like <laughs> if you need it. a delivery dudes pal like call me i can make that happen yeah. but if you need me to cook you something no, Mm-mm. not going to happen. You can order it from your Peloton. Like a champ. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. the same story. Uh, Barry, 
like we had on. Yes. So he wrote a, a book, Eating Your Way Through Baseball. Okay. And he was the athletic trainer for the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. And really what he did is he just named his best restaurants in every city that they went to. And he's like, listen, I've never cooked a meal in my life. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is always out. Smart man. Yeah. So he's going, hey, I'd, why not provide a list of the best damn restaurants around? This is how I have so much content. I eat <laughs> out a lot still. <laughs> well, there are three meals in a day unless, you know, you want to go back for like a late night dessert. But tell us how it works for you. Like, do you just crave tacos on a Tuesday and you go? Do you plan it out in advance? I can't do the whole like taco Tuesday, wind down Wednesday. No. It's too much, too much pressure. Mm-hmm. And then every day now is like National Chicken Wing Day, National Buffalo Chicken Wing oh Day, gosh. National Barbecue. I'm like, how many national days are there? So I just, I go rogue, you know, whatever Cheers it is. to that. Yeah. If I have like a, you know, a, a backstock sitting there of a taco photo and it's a Tuesday, like I'm not mad at it, but right. I'm not planning it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's cool to, um, you know, just kind of listen to whatever you feel like you might want to eat that day and not have to like stick to such a rigid schedule or, yeah. you know, like this is a passion project. You also do some real estate outside of this. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So keep it fun, you know. And that's a big part of it. A lot of people have asked. And one reason why I like that is I get a lot like, why haven't you monetized this more? Why don't you do more for money? And there's a lot of different reasons. I don't like pay to play to begin with. And it also mm-hmm. keeps it fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I realized early on, like before influencers were a big thing, even if you were getting paid $25 to go and do a post, expectations and everything changed so dramatically. And I'm like, I could just not make the $25, enjoy my meal. If I get a good shot, great. You know, like I don't have to have someone's approval or like be super amped about what I'm doing. And then they were just sure. happy that I came in and did whatever. So I've actually kind of maintained that. I even have it on my page. It says unpaid, unsponsored, unless noted. And I mean it, you know, I mean, it might be like a comped meal or something like that. Or, you know, if I know the chef or whatever, but in terms of paid posts, it has to be a pretty hefty price tag for me to go there because it's just not worth it. Well, and and at the end of the day, you're your own boss then. Yeah, that's nice. You can leverage it how you want to. And I I think that also creates a little autonomy for your business, too. Well, and it's nice because I like to keep everything positive. I started this as a way to help support local businesses. And so I really if I go and it's bad, I just don't say anything. It's like I was never there, you know, but if they paid you to go and it was bad, then it's like, well, now what do I do? So like if I go on Yelp, I'm not going to see however your last name was pronounced on that page. <laughs> I am on Yelp. Yes. Okay. You, maybe it might be there. <laughs> I might. Yeah. But, you know, Yelp is hard. Yelp's a lot of ones and fives. Correct. Mm. They either think it was the greatest thing ever. It's like or their the brother's worst. place or they're like, I never even went in because the menu isn't vegan. And I'm like, you can't give them one star because they don't have a vegan menu. Well, and my personal opinion, I grew up in a restaurant family, is that you need to go at least twice before you leave a rating. I actually just did that. I went to a restaurant and it was awful. Start to finish, food, service, everything. Mm -hmm. And people have asked me my opinion and off the grid, I'll tell them. And I'm like, but I am going to go back. I have to just give it that last chance and see, see if it was like an anomaly. And how was the second experience? I haven't gone yet. Okay. I was supposed to go and it got canceled like Man. last week. <laughs> so that remains to be seen. Yes. It's good because, you know, people have an off day sometimes. Sometimes the order was punched in wrong and one got cooked faster than the other. Like there's a lot that happens in a kitchen, right? Restaurants are hard too because your front of house can mm-hmm. make or break you. And I think yeah. too, when supporting local businesses, you can have a hostess who has a bad day isn't in the mood, whatever. And she, from the second you walk in, can just demolish your experience. And I don't like that to hurt a business owner. 
you know, because she just doesn't care. You know, she's like, whatever, I'll get a job next week, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but this is feeding everyone that works in this restaurant. This is probably all of their savings are into this restaurant. And just because you're having an off day or you broke up with your boyfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. you've not ruined a mystery food bloggers experience. And it's one of the things that's interesting to me. I've had people who have no idea who I am and they'll randomly like comp something or they'll be like, how was your experience? And it's just so funny because people at the table will be kind of like giggling. They're like, they have like literally no idea yeah. <laughs> that you run like Epalm Beach or like somehow it'll come up and then they'll look it up and they'll come from the back and they'll be like, this is you? Like, did we do a good job? Did we mess up? I'm like, don't stress it. I'm fine. Like, You'll I'm find not going to bite the you. the post later. Right? <laughs> if it's, I tell them, I'm like, if a post never pops up, it wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you know, I think you do a, a, a good job of, from what it looks like, just taking photos with your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah super casual yeah yeah and i think there's something to be said about just being candid and real and honest you know there's and even in here like there's lights on there's nice cameras i think there's a time and place for you know that high production value versus this is me with my front facing phone just talking you know well and and simplicity sells right like i think that's easy when you have the phone right there and you can take a quick picture and upload it right to that i mean it's awesome we just saw that there was a couple of music videos that were produced with just an iphone a month Mm -hmm. ago like that that, that's amazing so i think that's also too for a lot of the listeners out there don't make some of this equipment a, a a a barrier of entry yeah like just do it right and just i feel that way it. about video i get like a little nervous about video interesting okay but luckily we're making friends cool. here you know yes. we just happen to have a video recording studio here in palm beach i'm very excited about this and you know we would go on location with you if you wanted to interview a chef and try something it'd be it'd be a fun day a that would be podcast. so fun yes yeah. <gasps> You know, that could be a whole new series, the pop-up podcast. <laughs> I love it. And like, you know, if we go somewhere nice and they have like, you know, some French macaroons for the camera guy to try, like, yeah. I think that was we could. hyper specific. Well, you know, I'm just, <laughs> clearly. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm scrolling through your feed. I oh. see, I'll see all this stuff. I love I, it. That was Elena's. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Love it. She's good. I went to high school with her. She's okay. awesome. That's like my spot. It's uh, She's actually a problem because I go there too much. And then people are like, we get it. You're paid by Elena's. And I'm like, I'm actually not. I'm just addicted. And it's too close to my house. Completely unsolicited. Yeah. Right? right? It's like, I just can't get enough. Like, I should be on the Put them right in the veins, you know? Uh, it's all so good. And then she opened for breakfast. <gasps> I can't. And surprising, I don't know, surprisingly or not, there's so many top tier and high quality restaurants in Palm Beach County. It is surprising because it's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a random influx of just like super high quality culinary talent. It's awesome. Like every year now when the James Beard nominees come out, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like friends. It's so mm-hmm. cool. Like Lindsay Autry from the regional, she just got nominated again yesterday or the day before. And it's just, it's amazing. She actually had her son the same day as me. We were like neighbors <laughs> at JMC. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm hoping Jack and Audrey get married, but we'll see. Um, but no, oh, it's just. Uh, no, no, no pressure. Pre-planning. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure, but they're really cute together. Uh, but no, it's neat. You know, you have like Clay's been doing amazing things with Grotto and Moto and mm-hmm. Bucan. And they're going to open up in Miami, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Tim Lippman out of Culinary, I think is like, he's too underrated. He's loved locally, but like how he's not on James Beard all the time blows my mind he's awesome so i mean we do have some some top quality chef driven restaurants in town now well now he's gonna get the palm beach podcast bump you know yeah Yeah, timmy no but it's cool now did you start out like um tell us like are you a dessert person are you a breakfast person like there's definitely a foodie type correct yeah what's like your foodie type 
I'm all over the place. I love breakfast because my husband doesn't. So when I get to go out for <laughs> breakfast, it's just like, it's, it's so special. yummy. Yeah. Like, oh, if I get him out for brunch, all bets are off. Like, I'm very happy. Love it. But I do like dessert. I think because I never, again, like I'm a moderation eater, I very rarely make it to dessert. Kind of like Cheesecake Factory. That's how mm-hmm. they always get you to come back is you never actually order the cheesecake. That's how I am. Like, I'll eye the dessert menu all night long, but to actually get to it is such a rarity that when it happens, like, when I go to a birthday party, there better be Publix birthday cake. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, it. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm kind of all over the map, though. I don't know. Probably breakfast or dessert. That's what you said. Yeah. And, you know, there might be one. Me. <laughs> there might be, like, one or two places to get brunch in Palm Beach County. There are a few. Yeah. I'm, being, I'm being very sarcastic. Wow. Well, I mean, like good brunch, yeah. Sure. Yes. I, I need like a stuffed French toast. I yes. need like I need the business. Yes. Yeah. If I if I only get out once for a brunch like a month, I want you got to make it. Even yeah. And you know, tell us a little bit about the the selection of the item because you know you might want to pick something that looks really good on Instagram versus Don't do maybe it. what you really want to eat. I did that. I actually ruined a birthday like two years ago. I We went to New York. <laughs> ruined a birthday. I did. I just <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> I, I have ruined so many birthdays in New York. But I, I took a day and my husband agreed. He's like, fine, Instagram day, New York City. Let's go. And I was like, I'm going to get this disgusting milkshake and this other, like this cotton candy that looks like a minion. It's going to be great. <laughs> we did all these things. They were all so gross. And then literally I would take a bite. Like we would get the cutest photo and I'm like, I'm an Instagram babe. And and then we would eat it. I'm like, this is terrible. I was starving by the end of the day. We had spent so much money on bad food. Oh, yeah. And he just looked at me and he's like, why? Like, why would you do it? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, it was for the gram. And it was so sad. Do so I don't do that. Gram. Someone do asked the me, they were like, what are all the hot spots? And I literally DM them privately. And I was like, don't do it. I was like, go to all the tried and trues. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super boring, but go to like Tony's DiNapoli and get like some like bomb <laughs> chicken parm. Like don't, don't buy the hype. Keep it simple. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's my jam. Tony's DiNapoli's in, uh, in New York is amazing. I love it. They do like family style, gigantic chicken parm. It's so good. That yeah, would be on my hit list. <laughs> I, hey, I know. And it's, um, it's fun as well because I'm sure you're making a lot of networking and business opportunities while you're doing this as well. Yeah. So chefs, culinary, hotels, what are the types of places that you that you look for or do you just see a menu? Does someone tell you that you got to try this? Because I can tell you, as we open a podcast studio, everyone tells us, oh, you have to check this podcast out. Do people tell you and I'm you need to go here? Very disappointed. Yeah. I don't know how it's gone for you in the podcast world, but I'll have people who are like, you have to go to this restaurant. And then I go and I'm like, uh. oh, so mediocre. <laughs> like I give it a year. It's just like, I've gotten very good at that. Like if I walk in and Predicting I give it restaurant. six months to a year, it's got six mm-hmm. months to a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm all over the place. It just kind of depends. Like if it looks like a really cool concept, I love chef driven. So that every time, like if I can tell you the restaurant and immediately name their executive chef, that's probably one of my jams. Yeah. Because yeah. they, you know, they're in the kitchen and they really care. They put their heart and soul into it. They're the people who are getting all the noms and stuff like that. And I also have gotten to know them. So one thing, too, that was really important for me with this is to actually get involved in the community. You know, there's a lot of bloggers who go in, they do the media dine, they take the picture, see you never, yeah. you know, thanks for the free lunch. They don't tip. That annoys me. I like to go in. 
who's the chef, chat them up, see what's going on, get to know my servers. And then I like to really get involved in the community. So like we have Taste of the Nation, Palm Beach is coming up in April. I've been on that committee for a few years. Now I actually stepped up as chair this year. It benefits awesome. No Kid Hungry. Awesome. And it's amazing. And because of that, that's how I got to know a ton of the chefs that I know. Like Tim's on there with me, Lindsay, her husband, David, um, Julian from Avocado Girls on mm-hmm. there, Zach Bell, who's awesome. He just joined Clay's team over at Bukan. Clay and his wife mm-hmm. are also on it. And that really got me to care about the restaurants, care about the chefs, understand the difference. You know, like every even you can tell it's like a local, like a mom and pop versus a chain. But then when you realize like chef driven, menu driven versus concept driven or whatever they want to call it it's different and i can tell you from firsthand experience we had adam jones from jupiter donuts in here the other week and i would i called i was like yeah tell me tell me your leftovers (laughs) i was like tell us about like you know the creativity the bakers have and he's like no the bakers don't have any creativity it's like the dressers the topping people oh really And i'm like oh i just learned like I, i there's a lot of specifics that go into hospitality in the restaurant Correct. industry that you wouldn't think wait why no creativity no he was saying like, like hey i just let him there is creativity for sure he lets it flow but it's for the dresser like the oh. bakers make the donut and that recipe is pretty well set and then the toppers can come in and, and make them fun. Fa- yeah, 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 yeah yeah that's where they can be artistic those donuts those yeah. are a problem oh yes they are yeah well especially if someone brings like a dozen of them i'm like no bring like a half a dozen fortunately mike screwed up his audio on the first podcast i did we had to bring him in twice twice oh so i messed up the audio guys. so we got four no, dozens <laughs> we got four do- four dozen donuts. or we were just hungry <laughs> That guy's a sucker. He's a good man, too. Yeah, yeah I know. You, you, did, you didn't soon. bring any food with you, so everything's going to record just fine. <laughs> you should make it all messed up, and then I'll come back and bring something good. What? We'll fun. Like good yeah. Take out. Yeah, all good. Yeah, I like it. And it, it's fun because we're doing the same thing as you. We're making these connections. We're trying to give back and do something cool, good in the community to highlight. And, I mean, all the places that you post that, I generally like to go to. Correct. Like, I think you have a knack for finding the right meal, the right place. Um, there's definitely a lot of selection here. And Wait, so you're a restaurant family guy. So what are, like, some of your restaurants? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot, huh? A little huh? bit. Yeah. I like it. Well, first of all, I'm a hot sauce guy, you okay. know? So, like, I like going to get some Thai food or some Mexican food. Okay. And, and surprisingly enough, right here on Singer Island is a place called Guacamole's. Ooh. I have not been to this place. That's right. like oh, a, here we go. Oh, a hidden little gem. Tacos. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, most authentic tacos. Um, but you know, while we're here on Singer Island, we're just gonna keep sharing the love. Sailfish Marina, yeah. one of our favorite spots. Whether you want some sushi or a steak. See, or... I know Sailfish Marina from back in the day when it was like a shack. Correct. It's awesome. You used to go on Sundays, it had the Belgian waffle bar. And it like literally the bathroom was like an outhouse. <laughs> and now you go and it's so bougie and everyone's like, oh, it's so I want to get married there. And I'm like, ooh, if you would have been here like 10 years ago, you'd have been like a no. different story. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then also speaking of bougie, we do like, you know, some HMF yeah, or, you know, nice. the seafood bar, those types of things. So, yeah, we like to mix it up here. I, I guess thanks for putting me on the spot Sorry. about food in Palm Beach County. <laughs> well, I like it. Fellow and, foodie. Yeah. I just learned about guacamole. And really, like my family will tell you that the success of my grandparents' restaurant was that my grandma was the hostess. Like I'm every you. single person walked in and she knew their name. She knew what their favorite meal was. Have you ever been to kitchen? She would box up Palm? the food for mm-hmm. their dog. So, yeah. 
So that's Matt and Aliza Byrne. Matt's okay. the chef in the back. Aliza's the hostess with the mostest. And it's like, Love it. it is a tag team. And she's the best. But when you walk in, she knows who you are. She knows what your favorite table is. She knows what your drink is. You would like it. And, you know, I'm trying to take what I've seen my grandparents do in that hospitality world and apply that to here at Media Zone. We want people to come in here and feel like they're at home. Correct. You know, grab a pump house coffee, sit down and and plan a podcast with us and get creative. And so we're very experience driven here as well. So we hope you're liking. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. This is version two for our studio. Um, we started in a room smaller than this. Um, so we we've 10x our space and we're about to have a new room to record YouTube and TV show type content. So we're very, very excited. That's awesome. That's going to be popular. And we know that you love videos, so maybe we're going to bring you back in and uh, start creating some more content with you in here. My like, first thought was like, I can't believe this is being videoed. It's cool, right? Well, <laughs> My hair's wet. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's like a face for radio kind of thing. It's all good. We got good editing. Perfect. Um, you know, I, <laughs> Filter. I, I think yes. I, I want to allude to kind of how you got into the food blog concept or idea you know, kind of like what we talked about starting out at, you know, UF and then going to Charlotte. So I, I was born in Miami. I moved up here after Hurricane Andrew. So I really grew up in Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. And then after high school, I went to Dwyer. Um, I went to UF and then I got a job in Charlotte and I lived there for a few years. And when I came back, that was when real estate had boomed. And so, you know, you used to stop at A1A on PGA for the train and suddenly there was like a bridge over it and there was downtown of the gardens and there was Midtown and PGA Commons. None of that was here when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And so when I came home, I felt like kind of a visitor in my own territory. And so people would invite me places that I had never heard of before. And I felt kind of silly. And so in Charlotte, we had to run blogs for our real estate company. And one of the guys in our office had started a food blog and he knew nothing about food, which made me feel very qualified. <laughs> and he was it. like, my girlfriend really wants to be a cake baker. And so I'm just going to funnel business to her. And I was like, okay. So I came down here and I was like, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'll, I'll do a food blog. That sounds like fun. I have to eat anyway. And that's where I'm getting lost 90% of the time. I really knew what like Jumbie Bay was from Flip Night and that was about it. <laughs> and so I started rediscovering Palm Beach through restaurants. And it was really cool. I loved it. And I found it a really neat way to support local business. I immediately started pulling away from any kind of chains. I really only supported local and mom and pop kind of places. And it just kind of took off. It was interesting. It's something that this community needed and wanted and didn't know. And I didn't even realize when I started. And they shaped what it was. And then Instagram took off right around like the same time. And so I was heavily blogging. I was doing really long restaurant reviews with tons of photographs and all these things. And then I realized people just want me to post on Instagram. And so I went very Instagram heavy and I'm actually kind of moving back from that again. I'm moving back to the blog and the reviews again a little more because you never know when one day like Instagram's going to be Snapchat and be gone. Um, so I've been kind of pulling back from that again, but it was funny. The community told me what they wanted. And so there were the things that for me were happening, like I wanted it to be positive. I didn't want to write negative reviews. I'm not here to try to put people out of business. I'm not a food critic. I'm a food blogger. So I won't ever, you know, sit there and critique the food. But yeah, it just kind of morphed into what Eat Palm Beach became. And it's been really fun. And so it's nice. That's so cool because there is that like one star to five star mentality. Yeah. Like it was either the best ever or I hate it and I'm telling everybody that it was one or the other. The one stars make me crazy because half the time the people never ate. It's like we couldn't get a reservation. The wait was too long. We didn't like the menu online. 
And I'm like, how, how can you give a person's entire business a one star and you never stepped foot in it? There, you, and maybe they would have made the food without the meat. And <laughs> I think maybe that's where you come into play as, you know, as weird as it is to say you're definitely an influencer in the community. Um, and people probably trust and value your opinion more than some random person on Yelp without a profile picture, right? Well, my favorite was when I first started Eat Palm Beach. I didn't post a photo for the first like three or four years that I had it. So no one knew who Eat Palm Beach was. It was like the secret. And there's actually another big food blogger that no one realizes is anonymous. And I always threaten I'm going to post his picture. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but it was funny because the first time I ever posted a picture, it was me and my husband. And someone from work was like, did you know you met Eat Palm Beach? And he was like, what? That's so funny. And he's not hes not on anything. He's not on Facebook. He's not on Instagram. So he could care less what I'm up to. Smart and he man. was like, what happened? And I was like, oh, I posted that picture. It was actually bar golf for a friend's party or whatever. And he was like, well, everyone at work wants koozies now because they all just realized that my wife's Eat Palm Beach. Yeah. And then his cousin calls me and they're like, you're Eat Palm Beach? And like, this is how we end the, like, what are we doing for dinner fight? And I was like, you could have just called me. <laughs> like, you could have asked it's me an easy text, yeah. It was hilarious. So they're like, it was just kind of funny. It ended up being kind of like an accidental coming out that like I was eat Palm Beach and ever since then it's been because again like I was really before influencers were a thing that's really sure. happened more in the last you know like maybe three years outside of like Kardashians or whatever but local influencers happened kind of midway through this life for me and so it was when I put my picture in it I like became a known thing it was very weird it was very weird and let's give your husband a shout out here Hi Got Andrew, to. I love you. Got to. So <laughs> thanks it, for watching the kids. <laughs> so if he's if he says like, "Hey babe, what do you want for dinner tonight?" and you tell him to decide, yeah, is he supposed to pick for him or is he picking for you? We're eating Italian or a burger. Okay, smart man. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna go. I would like a chicken parm sub. So you know, uh, <laughs> you know Santucci's then. Yes. Yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah. Good spot. There's a lot of good spots. I don't want to put you in the position where mm. you have to say some of your favorite places but that's exactly what you're gonna do but <laughs> if there's any chefs if there's any businesses that you want to give a shout out or say give them a try or something's new this is your chance to you know name I would drop say i would give a shout out to the beermans jeremy and cindy mm -hmm. they own oceano kitchen in lantana which you said you lived on that one, yeah, right? Wellington, yeah, yeah. So amazing. And they just opened High Dive in City Place or Rosemary Square now. Um, they're phenomenal. He's the chef. She's the the dessert person, the pastry chef. And um, her cookies are like so stupid good. I actually like got in a fight with my brother-in-law over them <laughs> because we went there one night and I was like, how many do y'all have left? They were about to close. And they were like, oh, we have like seven left or whatever. And they're $2 each. And I was like, I'll take all of them. And I took them all and I would not share with him. And he was like, but you bought seven of them and you bought them out. And I literally couldn't buy one because of you. And I was like, I love you, but like you're an in-law, not like my brother. Yeah. So I'm not going to give you a cookie. But, I bought seven because I was eating seven. Yeah. Cause I yeah. didn't want you to have any of them. No, but they, they're just so good. They're like, they're stupid good. And so they're amazing. They just opened a new restaurant. I love them. Um, and then if you look up taste the nation, every mm -hmm. chef chair, awesome restaurant. Whether it's Culinary Cafe, Avocado Grill, Bucan, you name it, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. So we have, I mean, we have great chefs. Um, if you like, who said they liked tacos? Both of us. Both of us, yeah. Cholo Soy is really good. Ooh. Chef Clay from Cholo Soy. And then Taco Chula, I really like. They're up at PGA Military and yeah. they are like legit. They wanted it to be like a taqueria. It's yeah. amazing. Very good. I love it. 
I literally like learned Spanish so that I could like order good food and not get like the gringo treatment in like Cabo and Costa Rica. So for I try to do that and then I always do it wrong and I'm like, I'm sorry, don't shame me. Don't oh, spit in my food. And then you have like two margaritas and then you're like, hmm. Do like, I, know, I feel like I'm from here. <laughs> do, I know, do I really know this culture? No. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. It's um, you know, it's nice to see somebody with the your outlook, you know, because you're not trying to bury a business. You're trying to highlight the good things mm-hmm. and give people a, a a a spotlight, a chance, you know, to reach people that they might not have re- reached organically, and that's really kind of like what the Palm Beach podcast is, you know. It's nice to have this. you on. Yeah. Because every single person that comes in here has like a very similar mission statement. It's just like it happens to be, you know, a different profession. Yep. I feel like the more people build other people up, the better they do. And if more people realize that, the whole like community over competition and there's enough for everyone and together we rise, all that stuff, it's like it's so true. If you're yeah. doing it for the right reasons, it goes the right direction. And I've watched so many people get into this and all of a sudden I'll just watch their accounts fall off. And it's because they were in it for the free food or they were, you know, they got a little too big for their britches or whatever. And I, I don't think I didn't go to culinary school. I am not a chef. I have never owned a restaurant. I don't think it's my right to go into someone's business and try to put them out of business. And I don't think in like a good conscience I could really do that. And even just like selfish, unselfishly, there's a lot of people out there that probably would like to have a food blog, a travel blog, you know, not to say like give your future competition a few tips, but like what would you share to somebody that has a passion for something and doesn't have a brand, doesn't have an account? What would you share some of the things that you've learned along the way? You have to decide what you want it to be. Because everyone's going to give you their opinion. They're going to say, you need to monetize. You need to change your username. You need to do this. You need to change the way that you're doing that. You need to ask for this. And if that's what they want from their account, great. And if that makes them feel successful, great. If that's not what you want, I don't, you know, I don't want to constantly be pitching, you know, fast food restaurants and stuff like that. And that there's that's where a lot of the money is, you know, and I'll do it here and there if I think the partnership can make sense in a bigger way. But if I just did every paid post that like came my way, I would lose all of my authenticity. And that has always been the most important for me is if it turns into nothing financially, that's all fine and good. I try to do things that just help cover my base because, you know, like I, I pay for hosting and my domain name every year and all that kind of stuff. I'm not just on Instagram. So I have some expenses I want to offset and I pay for a lot of my food, which no one thinks I pay for food. <laughs> I paid for my all of you this afternoon. Fun fact. So it's, you know, I, I think keep true to what you want to do. Even from the name, I had someone say, eat Palm Beach. You niched way too hard. You're only food and you're only Palm Beach County. It's too much. Change it. You need a brand completely differently. Good job. Other people are like, keep it. This is fantastic. And again, I don't care to have 800,000 followers. I really like having the 25,000 that I grew organically that when I post about a restaurant, I can't tell you, like Elena's, she is so kind. She comes out every single time and she's like, I can't tell you when you post about your restaurant, the next day I am busier. The number of people who come in and say they found me through you is amazing. And for me, that kind of feel good, that that's exactly what the whole point of it is. And if I would have gone to another restaurant that I don't feel as good about and made a hundred bucks or whatever and posted it and put it out there and then they get the same uptick and they're not as gracious because it was a hundred dollars out of their pocket and I didn't really like the food as much and I would have rather send the people to Elena's. You start to get really caught up in everything that's going on. And I think the less, too, that you go into it focused on 
I want money and I want to be an influencer, the better. Most legit influencers hate the term because it feels really weird, you know, like to think that like if I post this, like and then people who do the mean stuff, I think that's how they feel. Like I'm going to post bad and they're going to shut down. And it's like a weird ego power trip. And that's lame. Well, I was going to compliment you on that. You're coming from a place of positivity Mm -hmm. to help with an unbiased attitude of, hey, I just enjoy this food. It looks good. It tastes good. And I think that's unique. Like your perspective is unique because not everybody's coming from that standpoint. You just want to do good things and raise awareness of good chefs and good food locally Mm -hmm. with an unbiased attitude. And I think that's priceless for a lot of these restaurants around here. I think a lot of it comes from, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, you know, like we own a tennis shop on North Lake Boulevard. We have a family owned real estate firm. And so if someone were to go into that shop and my uncle had a bad day and they say, we hate that guy and he's a jerk and he fit my grip wrong or whatever. It's like, that can really hurt your business as foolish as that sounds. You know, I see restaurants that haven't even opened yet. There was a place that opened recently and they already had like two stars and they're not open yet. And it was literally people who had applied for jobs and either didn't get them or didn't hear back in a timely fashion. And they went in and one starred the restaurant. And I'm like, you've already put them on a downhill. They haven't even opened. They're not even open. They opened in like two weeks. And because when I first saw it, I thought it had opened already. And I was like, oh, or I was like, maybe the soft opening was that bad. And then I saw it. I'm like, wow, the person didn't get the hostess job. And now they're going to tank the restaurant. Like that mentality to me is very short-sighted. And we do live in that world of instant gratification, of quick research. A lot of times they'll just look at the stars and not read the reviews. Like you're like, oh yeah, four stars. That's good. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's, um, it's nice for you to add that human element, which is probably missing from, you know, a lot of people that might be in the same space as you and these big corporate review sites. Um, So that's really, really nice to hear. Yeah, definitely. What's your goal with a lot of this? So my goal actually is, this will be like a breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) One of like my biggest goals from my childhood ever is, uh, was to write a book and I'm actually writing a book and uh, I know it comes out this fall and it's, uh, I've always been the long play for Eat Palm Beach. I never wanted the quick cash or the quick following or the quick anything. I wanted to build everything naturally. And this ended up coming from Eat Palm Beach. It was, you know, that's how they vetted me and knew that I knew what was going on. It's how I put together my marketing plan and my publicity plan for when it comes out. And, you know, it was like hardcore, my long play. And so I, I feel like that's that's what I want out of the blog as I want, you know, I ended up becoming a partner with Pump House Coffee. And that was something that grew out of completely organic you know, we met over a charity event. I just love the guys. I was like, how can I help your business? Because I just want to see you succeed. Put them on the Eat Palm Beach a bunch. And finally they were like, stop working for us for free. <laughs> like, how do, <laughs> how do we make this into something official? And I was like, oh, they want to put a ring on it. So like now we're, you know, we're in partners in crime and it's amazing. And That's so cool. you know, I, I feel like for me, that is so much better than if I would have been like, hey guys, if you want to give me $500 a post, that is such a short play as opposed to now we've built, they're like my brothers, you know, like I adore Alex's kids. It's, you know, it's, it's a good thing. And so So that's how everything's been. There's been really good growth outside of Instagram. And that's hilarious that we didn't know that that partnership was in place. (laughs) And we're just like, Oh yeah. And like pump house, like 
we're getting uh, our cold brew keg put in, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm silent partner or whatever. You know, like I'm super low key about everything, especially when people don't know stuff. I'm like, I'll see what they say about this and see how it goes. But the Pump House guys, why I love them is people will have no idea. I even know who they are. They'll be like, I don't know if you've met Alexander. And I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me more. And it's like it's just so funny because everyone always has glowing reviews to say. And right. I really like that. And those are the kind of people I like to be around. I feel like the same thing with you guys. Like, I feel like if someone were to talk to me about this, they'd be like, oh, my God, how much fun was that? And they're so great. And I love what they're doing. And I love the mission behind this. I think it's really neat to highlight local people. I do feel like it's kind of comparable to E Palm Beach, but like on a much different, but like really cool grand scale. It's nice. Well, and, and for us, we definitely realize that we're probably ahead of the curve on the podcast world. Like, yeah, podcasts are very popular. Joe Rogan started doing the video podcast and he's kind of paving the way where we're just trying to give a Joe Rogan experience and maybe we might be two years, three years ahead of this whole idea really taking off. But for us, it's we're doing it anyways. And if we can give a platform for people to grow their brands and refer people back to us and have a fun time and make friends, it's, you know, it made sense for us. And so it's great to have someone that's very similar sitting across the table once again, James. Every <laughs> single person that comes in on the Palm Beach podcast just I don't know what our our research, is, but we are just doing a great job of bringing people that really like we are killing it. I'll take full credit for that. <laughs> I'm giving him the, the credits because James has done a lot of the booking and, and, and seeing who's really touching the people in the community. And yeah, it's awesome to hear your story. Oh, thank you. And thank yeah. you for having me. This was fun. Hey. I was so nervous. Don't be. <laughs> we'll have to give you a chance. Uh, let everyone know how to find you online. And then if you want to thank anybody personally professionally good after it i am at eat palm beach on everything facebook twitter instagram pinterest which is very inactive um <laughs> and then i'm eatpalmbeach.com which a lot of people don't realize but i'll be amping up the blog again and thank you thank you to my husband for watching our kids tonight so i can be here um and i don't know thank you to you guys i appreciate you reaching out this is awesome very cool yeah thank you for your time and uh hey keep kicking butt thank you cheers cheers Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Palm Beach Podcast, brought to you by Pump House Coffee Roasters, Opportunities, Indoboard, and Lotus Trips for travel and retreats to Palm Beach County. 